This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So I've seen a lot of references recently to some of the beaten down blue chip stocks being value stocks, you know, quote unquote value. And that's just by virtue of those stocks having been sold off. So instantly people are thinking, oh, you know, they're down 30%, then they must be values. But are they? Just because a stock is down by a big amount doesn't mean it's necessarily a value stock. Value investors, as you know, look for stocks out of favor with the market. So these ones selling off clearly are out of favor. But then we also look to other, you know, value fundamentals, things like earnings. So a value means that the shares are trading at a discount to those earnings. That's the key here, not necessarily the part where they've sold off because there's plenty of value stocks, as I've even just covered, that are hitting new all-time highs. So those, it's not because the stock is sold off. So as we've talked about in the past, I don't want people to think, oh, it's sold off, so it's a value, and then walk into something like that's a value trap. Because as I said, earnings do matter. So let's take a look at a couple of these blue chip stocks today and decide whether or not some of these are actual values or not. And most of these, if not all of them, have sold off at some point in 2017, although one or two of these have rebounded a bit off the lows. So that's a good sign for those stocks. But um, let's jump right in. And the first stock is the one I'm sure most of you are thinking about when I talk about a blue chip stock that has sold off, and that's General Electric. So the ticker is GE. I've gotten a lot of questions about this stock since the big sell-off and since they just had their earnings and their CEO talking about where the company's going and then lowering guidance and cutting the dividend. So all those things aren't aren't that great. So the shares are down 42% year to date. They are at five-year lows. And um, basically since the year 2000, since the dot-com boom and that big booming year stock market, the shares have never regained the 2000 level. So we're 17 years past that and you're still trending lower here. And if you were a buy and hold investor in these shares for all those years, you basically, it hasn't been fun. You've gotten the dividend and that's about it. You've gone nowhere. So that's all not good. But I took a look to see, is this cheap? It has a forward PE of 17.2. So no, not really. Not as cheap as I would like to get a stock that's at five-year lows and still possibly trending lower. So they've cut all the guidance and all of that and the estimates have been cut. So 2017, expected to be down 29% off of 2016. And then 2018, still about the same, um, pretty light comparative to 2016 again. So no earnings growth there for the next two years. And as I said, they've already cut the dividend. So you don't even really have that to fall back on. The CEO also said investors will have to be patient for three to five years. So you're just going to have to wait some more, even though some people who might have owned it for a long time into the year 2000 have been waiting 17 years, and you're going to have to wait three to five more years. So this is really applicable to those who aren't in it yet. Should you be buying into here? Well, it doesn't look all that cheap. And it's unclear how successful, if at all, the turnaround will be. 
and those earnings are in a decline and then kind of expect to go flat or nowhere for several years. So you know what I'm going to say about this one. No, it's not a value. And it's not that cheap at 17 times. I'm going to have a few that are way cheaper than this coming up on this show. So when you're thinking about things, you know, if I'm going to buy a beaten down industrial like this, and I'm going to take a chance on it, even though I'm being told I might have to wait three to five years, I want to get it dirt cheap. I want to get a single digit PE, and that's not what this is. So I'm on the sidelines. I would be waiting to see if I could get it any cheaper, and then I might be interested. But for now, I'm waiting on that one, not jumping in there. Macy's is the number two stock. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, Macy's, no, ticker is M, of course. It's a retailer. But earnings weren't that bad, actually. And they made $3.11 in 2016. They're expected to make $3.39 this year. So that's good. We are seeing some rise there. But 2018, the analysts are still dubious. Expected decline of 26% in 2018, back down to $2.50. They haven't cut that dividend yet. It is yielding almost 8%. It's not really safe either, although they they haven't said they're going to cut it. But if you're buying for the dividend, that's that's a little risky there. So I wouldn't be doing that. Shares are down 43% year to date. And these are the lowest since 2010. So multi, multi-year lows here. Looking pretty um, sad. Is this a value? Well, the PE is only 59 So yeah, this, this is the kind of stock that's dirt cheap. It's hit those, you know, multi-year lows now. You're getting the single digit PE. I'm a little bit um, leery of 2018 still, so I probably would still be on the sidelines with this one with that earnings decline expected for next year. But it's definitely one of the retailers that I'm going to be watching. Now, our third stock is one in the biotech area, and I've talked a lot about these because they've been really beaten down. And this one is Biogen, B-I-I-B. Now, shares have rebounded off the lows. In May, they were down about 13% year to date. And then they've had a nice rally, and now they're up about 10%. But they're still well under the 2015 highs for these shares. So they might still have a ways to go there. I took a look at the PE, and it's trading only at 14 times. So that's that's pretty good valuation here, even with this recent rally in the shares. And then the earnings, 2016, they made $20.22. 2017, they're expected to make $22, around $22. And that's up almost 9%. And then 2018, looks like they're keeping it up. Expected to make $23.90. So that's another gain of 8.5%. So combined with their PE and this nice earnings growth here, Biogen is looking looking like a value here. So um, if you're thinking you might want something in the biotech area, the drug area, then Biogen is definitely one you should be watching. That ticker again is BIIB. Now our fourth stock is one I've talked about many times before. It's still down on its luck and it's Chipotle. And this one's still down 23% year-to-date. It's still near that five-year low. And you know, I was said in the past, I was waiting for it to go a lot lower so I can get that PE even cheaper. But it's not happening so far yet. The PE is still 42 times. So this is not really a value stack despite the sell-off in the shares. And then take a look at those earnings. They are expected to see some growth there. So 2016 
they only made 77 cents. That was the PR disaster year. Then 2017, huge gains, $6.62, but that's still well under where they used to be. And then 2018, so far, the analysts have them at 909 and that's up 37%, but that's being cut from 1070 in the last 90 days. So they are trending lower, which I don't like to see, but overall, they are still up year over year, which I do like to see. Now, I consider Chipotle to be kind of an in-between stock. It's neither really a growth stock nor a value because while those earnings are growing and it has that P of 42, the growth investors don't really want anything to do with it here. So they are kind of rejecting it, which is why you have the weak shares and why they're down, still down 23% year to date. And then the value investors look at it and we go, meh, I like it. I would like to see that, you know, and buy that growth. But 42 times, it's still not cheap enough for me to buy in it either. So neither neither faction likes it. And so it's just kind of hanging out there going nowhere. So as a value investor, I'm waiting still for this one to get cheaper. And growth investors are waiting for more signs that the growth that it used to have is returned. And then they might be interested and dive in there. So I'm staying on the sidelines of this one too. And our fifth stock is one of the energy companies. So ExxonMobil, XOM, I've been talking a lot about the oil stocks again recently. It is down 11% year to date, but in August, it had been down about 15%. So it is up off those lows a bit. It's still trading with a little bit more expensive PE than we normally would follow as value investors with a PE of 22 But the oil stocks kind of operate a little differently. They'll have really high PEs at the bottom of their cycle because that's when the earnings kind of get slashed and um, crash down. And then they'll, they'll look cheap at the top of the cycle when oil prices are really high and then they're raking in the billions. You'll remember that from like 2007, 2008 when crude prices were like $150 a barrel, Exxon was basically printing the money and it had a really low PE. I think it was almost a single digits. It might've been around 10 or so, or maybe even it did go in single digits. So I'm not really looking at the PE, but I'm looking more at the trajectory of the earnings. So they made $2.37 in 2016. And that does look to be where earnings for this cycle appears to have bottomed. Because they're expected to make 362 in 2017. That's a gain of 52%. And then 407 next year, that's another gain of 12%. You also get that dividend with these guys, of which was never cut, even at the bottom of the cycle and even in the Great Recession of 2008, 2009. And that is now yielding 3.7%, which is pretty high for Exxon, actually. It does not pay the highest in the industry, actually. So that's looking good, but I do like those rising earnings estimates. And with these shares still pretty weak and underperforming the overall stock market in 2017, this looks like it could be a value here. Um, You'll remember that Exxon is the stock that my grandmother used to own. She did buy and hold this one since the 1970s. I used to own this stock, but um, I've not owned it for about a year and a half now or so. So almost two years. But yeah, if I was looking for a big integrated, then this is one as a value investor I would want to keep on my list. So let's recap cap the stocks again. Uh, We started off with GE. It's not cheap enough for me, but that ticker is GE. 
And then we had Macy's, ticker M. That's a real cheap one, under 6 PE there. Then we had Biogen, B-I-I-B. This actually has rising earnings estimates and a good valuation. And then Chipotle, CMG, still too expensive for me as a value investor, I'm sorry to say. Still watching that one. And then ExxonMobil, XOM, making an appearance. Pretty cheap. And I really like those rising earnings there. So that is something to watch with all of the oil stock plays. So remember to always do your fundamental research on all of these companies because I'm just looking at, you know, a few metrics like the PE and earnings. You should be digging in a lot more than that. And um, I'm sure some of the investors of GE wish they had been digging in a little bit deeper over the last couple of years to try to uncover what was really going on there. And um, even on some of these others that you think you know what's going on there, it might be worth it to listen in on those conference calls like I always recommend. And or at least get your hands on the Investor Day slideshow because that'll give you a lot of good information too and you don't have to sit there listening for an hour. (laughs) Because I know they can be pretty long, some of these investor calls and conference calls. So uh, again, those are some good stocks if you're interested in some of these beaten down blue chips. And I'll be having more throughout the rest of this year, 2017, because even though the stock market is rallying, there are still value stocks. And there's still some of these stocks that look like they're values, but they may not be. And as always, you can get all of our episodes of the Value Investor Podcast on SoundCloud. You can subscribe over there under the Zach's Market Edge, or we have our own standalone show now on iTunes. So you can get the Value Investor Podcast every week on iTunes, or you can subscribe to the Zach's Market Edge over there and get both shows as well. So I encourage you to subscribe so you never miss any episodes. And we'll be having some interesting, you know, what what to buy episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks as we head into 2018. So I hope you'll join us then. I'll see you then.